time to talk football. It's time to talk Dons. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday. Very good evening. Welcome to Red Friday, your best look ahead at the weekend sport with a major focus on the Dons from Andrew Shiny, Dave Galloway and myself, Dave McDermott. In tonight's show, which comes from Pataudry Stadium, it's the final game of the year tomorrow afternoon with the Dons facing Hearts here. We'll also look ahead to the rest of the Premiership. We'll have the predictor as ever. And on Wednesday, the Dons return to winning ways with a hard-fought victory over Partick Good Thistle. Good play by Christie. Gets onto the ball. Still Christie. Knocks it into the middle. It's in the net! Adam Rooney The good scores. news continued yesterday with the return of Niall McGinn on a three-and-a-half-year deal, Dave. Yeah, that's right, Dave. Um, I've been speaking to Niall and boss Derek McInnes at today's presser. I think it was first mentioned a few weeks ago about um, Niall um, being a free agent and we would be keen to have him with us. You know, at that stage, um, we were aware that there would be other clubs. As the good players become free agents, you normally it's more than one club that are wanting them. So, you know, but behind it all, um, I think the, the conversations we'd had with Niall, we'd had been given plenty of encouragement that that he was uh, keen to come back and work with us and um, and pick up where he left off really and that's what we're hoping for, we're absolutely delighted you know, I think it's a brilliant signing for us because you know, when we lost players in the summer I wanted to, you know, all five, five lads who left I wanted to keep them all and continue working with them because they'd done well for me and Niall certainly has done well um, for myself and for Aberdeen. Um, he's been his goals, assists, his, his goal return, his consistency of performance. Um, you know, and when you get a free agent who's got 50 odd caps for his country, um, it's not always easy to get those types. But I think his affection for the club and the way we work here um, has played a huge part um, in wanting to come back. So um, delighted to sign him. I think it's a huge boost for not only the staff but his teammates and also for the supporters and. Uh, I'm sure he'll be welcome back um, with open arms and ready to pick up where he left off, hopefully in January. You know, I think what we had we had in our favour was the fact that we'd worked with him before, um, the way he knew the supporters would respond to him and how, how happy he was here, not only at the club but in and around the city and living. So it's, um, I think we always had that card over other clubs, but, you know, I think uh, just delighted to get him. I'm absolutely over the moon. I'm happy to be back. Uh, I'm just looking forward to obviously just getting started again. I've enjoyed my time off now. I've uh, recharged the batteries and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting going. If I'm being realistic, I think it's been been the place where I've played and enjoyed my football and it's probably been the best years of my life where I've, I've just really enjoyed scoring goals, playing under the manager and I think the manager's been, been obviously a big positive for my decision to come back. Obviously the fans have been incredible as well so just looking forward to obviously uh, getting working under the, uh, the manager again and obviously just playing from the fans who've been great to me since day one. It's just obviously getting the fans off their seats and uh, trying to do as well as possible in the league and obviously the cup competitions as well. The Scottish Cup was, was obviously a massive disappointment last season and I think sort of coming back here and hopefully sort of maybe having an end days out in Hamlin again and I think the Scottish Cup is, is the one that's missing for, for obviously the Aberdeen fans and it'd be, it'd be obviously nice to, to get a run that next year. The boys have been, been first class to me, it's obviously good to see familiar faces and it's good to see obviously some new faces as well and I'm delighted to obviously walk in and see the manager and, and Dark and, and all the staff as well and even just the people walking walk uh, walk around the stadium I haven't seen in maybe six months. So uh, no, it hasn't been that long, it just feels like yesterday that, I, that obviously left and uh, but now I'm here and I'm just excited with the, the challenges that I had. 
Talking about the fans, um, you're looking forward to hearing that song about Ronaldo and yourself being chanted again. Yeah, I hope so. I think, I think being a player and having sort of those those sort of personal songs about yourselves, it, it, it gives you that extra lift and it just shows the appreciation the fans have for you. So, yeah, I just want to get back and back playing football again and join and hopefully I can obviously get the fans on their seats. And, yeah, to, to hear them songs will obviously make it more special for me and I'm looking forward to hearing it. This is North Sound 1's Red Friday from Pataudry Stadium. I'm Dave McDermott. Joining me tonight, as ever, Andrew Shiny and Dave Galloway. And uh, first of all, Andrew, the the win, it was a hard-fought Adam Rooney with a, a typical Adam Rooney goal settling the, the, the game. Yes, uh, it wasn't a pretty game to watch. Although there was a few bits of good football all played by Aberdeen, I hasten to add, because Thistle were a bit of a throwback to the Bertie Aldi era. They came up here looking for a nil-nil draw. And, and really it was only when the stoppage time board went up at the end of 90 minutes that they really tried to press forward. But, uh, yeah, it was it was important that we got the three points after the defeat at Celtic and keeping a clean sheet was an added bonus. And, Dave, um, it, it was so important that we got the three points because it keeps keeps us in touch, albeit a few points behind Celtic, but also keeping us ahead of the chasing pack. Yeah, absolutely vital, like you say, Dave. It, it, it was it was never going to be a game uh, that was blessed with silky soccer. I think it was always going to be. We, we knew how Thistle were going to set their stall out. They were going to get men behind the ball. They were going to try and frustrate Aberdeen, get the crowd turned against them. Uh, and it was up to Aberdeen just to you know grind out uh, a so-called ugly win. And, and you know that's what they did. Fair play to them. Um, you know, as the manager said after the game, you know we could take just as much satisfaction from a hard-earned one-nil win against Park Thistle as we could from the previous home game, which was that magnificent four-one victory over Hibs. Tomorrow, back here at Pataudry, we've got the visit of Hearts. It's going to be a seventeen and a half thousand crowd expected. It's the last game before the end of the year. It's the last game before the winter break. And again, it's important that, uh, as the manager said, we get to that 45-point mark. Yeah, um, the manager likes to set targets. That would be uh, an extremely good return uh, in points terms. When you consider really that we've only turned it on once and that was that Hibs game a couple of weeks ago so you know there's a lot more to come from this Aberdeen side so there's a lot to look forward to in the second half of the season McGinn being back possibly one or two others coming in during the transfer window but Hearts will make it difficult because they have gone eight games now since they had a run of three straight defeats they've gone eight games undefeated five of them draws it has to be said but they haven't conceded in their last five games so they will be difficult to break down and it's going to be another afternoon where patience is going to be a virtue for everybody involved but uh, a game to look forward to I think it will be more physical than the the one on Wednesday night but I think this Aberdeen side are, are better prepared now for handling that type of battle yeah, Wednesday night they should have conceded, Dave, because uh, if goal line technology had been in place, the Hibs would have won that game. But Craig Levine has certainly set has made his mark on a, the Hearts team. They're very well organised. Yeah, they, they certainly are. They, you know, um, he's obviously started rebuilding from the back, and and it's definitely worked, Dave. That you know they've not uh, been terribly pretty on the eye, but they certainly have been effective. They've not conceded a goal um, in the last five matches, and that includes, of course, that. Uh, 
amazing 4-0 win over over Celtic. Um, as for uh, tomorrow's match, uh, the manager and also keeper Joe Lewis have been looking forward to the Pataudry encounter. It's something we spoke about um, before the party game. Can we can we get six points out of the next two games and and finish the year on a high and go into that break um, feeling good about ourselves? Um, that's something we'll definitely look to do. You know, Hearts are a strong team. Um, they're in decent form, um, especially defensively. So, um, yeah, we're going to need to work hard to break them down, and and, um, and definitely we'll need to earn our victory if we get it. Yeah, I think um, the results have been there. Um, I think sometimes the performances um, early part of the season weren't quite there. It took us a little while to, to gel as a side, but I think you can certainly see signs of um, what we can be as a side uh, this season. In certainly in the last in the last month, um, I think you can definitely see that so hopefully we can just carry on building on, building on that have a good break get a few days off and then get together and have a good training camp and you know get ready for the second part of the season Fair to say there's a real feel good facts about the place um, going back to the, the manager deciding to stay rather than go to the Rangers you've got uh, now McGinn coming back Yeah there is yeah I think certainly the manager staying was a was a big boost for everyone and um you know, the results have followed really and the performances really I think you can see we've really picked up and, and starting to gel and like I say um, Niall was a, was a, fa- a bit of a fan's favourite here and like I say I think there's a lot more to come from the people who signed in the, in the summer I think you can see a lot, a lot of them starting to kick on now and um, it's certainly looking good for the future With early start for Europe the players now get a chance to re- uh, recharge really for a week off after the Hearts game and then we come back hoping to kick on as we did last season I thought we came back from the winter break really strongly and uh, and hopefully as you say we the players that we signed now more aware of what's expected of, of them here um, the new signings hopefully helping us and hopefully, hopefully we uh, uh, finish this, the second half of the campaign strongly but first and foremost it's just try to get 45 points we're up against a team who They've only lost two goals, I think, in the last eight games. You know, Craig's certainly made it put his stamp on the team, and um, they're, they're far more competitive, defending with real resilience. And I think we're going to have a, a job in my hands to try and win the game. Well, I think they've got good players. I've always thought Hearts have good players. You know, even in the previous regimes, I always thought they're good players. But I think what's clear now they've they've got a manager, uh, a manager who, with experience and knows exactly what he wants from his team. You know, they look uh, well drilled. They're only losing two goals in eight games suggests the work that's been done there and um, denying the, the opposition too much space to work and too many opportunities. So that gives them a platform to, to try and win any game. And while they haven't won all those games, um, they've still carried out goal threat with the front line. You know, Lafferty and Concalves and Milinkovic, Walker, they're all players that can score from dangerous situations. So we've all we've got our work cut out to concentrate on that side of it, but we've also got our work cut out to try and find a way to breach a very strong defence. But you know, like any Craig Levine team, um, the biggest difference between them now and, and maybe the team before is how competitive they are. I think uh, Hearts certainly let you know they're there and we've got to make sure we're ready for them. Looking ahead to tomorrow's game there with Joe and the manager and uh, Greg Stewart and Andy Considine and Scott Wright all took knocks. Uh, hopefully they'll be okay for tomorrow but obviously Stevie May and Greg Tanzi still on the injury list yeah and uh, hopefully Nicky Maynard will have recovered from the I bug. spoke to him this morning and he, he said he felt a lot better good good um, I think we've got the strength and depth that we can we can manage to, to cope with uh, Greg and Andy possibly being missing because Cowdery Arneson could come in 
to central defence. Scott McKenna could go to left back. Graham Shinney could drop to left back. Anthony O'Connor move into midfield. There's lots of permutations that the manager could operate uh, to cover for the the lack of these players. But uh, the ideal scenario is that they are fit um, because Greg, I thought in particular, is in the middle of a, a rich vein of form. He was very unlucky not to get his name in the score sheet on Wednesday night. It was a, good, a really good shot that he had that Cherney made a spectacular save from. Um, but uh, I think, as I said, there's a quality about the, the whole squad now that we can just about cover for injuries as long as they're not long term. Well, we've heard from the Aberdeen camp. Let's hear what Hearts manager Craig Levine has to say ahead of tomorrow's clash. He's a manager who's sought after in quite a few different places and uh, different clubs. And uh, for him to commit his, his future to Aberdeen is a uh, big bonus for, for Aberdeen. I think he's done a, a fantastic job you know, um, after the, the difficult time he had at Bristol, which I, I thought he was very harshly treated there. Um, I think he's done a wonderful job at Aberdeen, and uh, they're very lucky to have him. Listen, they've got they've got a lot of good players, so we're aware of that, and uh, we need to look at two things. Obviously, one trying to, to stop them scoring, and uh, and ways to, to score ourselves. So we're aware of all the, the good players and the quality they've got in their in their line. I mean, we had problems during the Celtic game, and uh, people gave us very little chance. And I mean, it'll be a similar situation uh, when we're up at Aberdeen, but. We've got players who've been waiting patiently to get an opportunity. We've also got some young lads who are very, very keen and you know the kind of enthusiasm and energy that brings to the team. So um, we have got problems, but at the same time, you know, my job's to try and come up with something that can give us a chance of winning again. So one to watch tomorrow, Dave. Uh, one to watch for me. I'm going to go for Ryan Christie Wednesday's uh, win over Partick. Dave, it wasn't the prettiest of games uh, to watch, as we know, but you know, Ryan's class really shone through, and of course he he set up the winning goal uh, for Adam with a, a, a cute cutback. Yeah, it was. Just, we should have probably mentioned that already. I mean, Ryan Christie's part in the goal that that was uh, a real piece of skill. It was. I mean, uh, I think as Russell Anderson said to us in Red TV commentary on Wednesday night, Alan Archibald wouldn't have been happy at the fact that Danny Devine got himself into a horrible position to try and defend Ryan coming into the box. Ryan Edwards couldn't get close to him, but take nothing away from Ryan Christie. In a tight space, he managed to, to conjure up a cutback that Mr Rooney knocked in with his shin. He, he saw the picture of the goal and realised it was actually from about two yards, not just a yard. So he said that was a long-distance goal for me. But... Uh, uh, Adams now up to position number 19 in the all-time scoring list with 83 goals. Very apt, isn't it? The juxtaposition of 19 and 83. Indeed. Who said football's not scripted? Right. Mm. Uh, uh, yes, very good. Uh, moving swiftly well on to your one to watch for tomorrow. Uh, my one to watch, uh, Scott McKenna. Uh, as I said, it will be a more physical game tomorrow than Wednesday night's was. But if there's anybody that is going to put up, you know, take a, a physical battle... Um, take it on four square it's Scott McKenna and like um, all good centre halves he's currently sporting a black eye yeah because he, he, he got a bang in the head on, on Wednesday night and he, you know, he hasn't got the broken noses that Alec McLeish sustained during his career that will come Scotty I'm quite sure um, but uh, he's going to be up against Kyle Lafferty tomorrow but if he's needing any info inside info on the heart striker he just needs to go to his new teammate or his old teammate returning Niall McGinn he knows him inside out of course and uh, we should mention 
mention that uh, we'll be joined by um, PC Brian Irvin tomorrow afternoon on Red TV. Yeah, looking forward to getting the words of wisdom of Big Brian again. He had a few battles with hearts in the past and, you know... He's, he's always good value, isn't he? He's a, a Don through and through. Absolutely. It's time to talk Dons. Stand free with North Sound One's Red Friday. You're listening to North Sound One's Red Friday from Pataudry with Andrew Shiny, Dave Galloway and me, Dave McDermott. Well, the Dons face hearts here tomorrow afternoon and uh, time now for the predictor. And uh, Andrew, just uh, give us an update on how the league table has gone after last week's scores. Well, last week the Red Army got one point. I got one point and both Dave's got four points. So, so I'm now trailing... Uh, hardly. Trailing a little bit further <laughs> behind you than I was before. I'm on 51. You two are both tied in second place with 60 points but the Red Army still out in front on 70 Okay, so, so it's time we started getting some dodgy pundits from the Red Army I well think. we've got one tonight because uh, award winning programme editor Malcolm Panton will be giving the Red Army's uh, he's representing the Red Army with their scores but uh, let's start off with Aberdeen against Hearts Dave well, Hearts, they haven't, as we've already mentioned, lost a goal in five games. They're looking solid, but I fancy Aberdeen to get through the Jambos' defence and win 2-0. Andrew? Uh, I think it'll be tighter than that. I think it, it could be just a, a moment of magic from somebody or a mistake, obviously from a Hearts defender, because we've got to go for a Don's win, but I think it'll just be 1-0. Well, I've gone 2-0 as well. The lunchtime kick-off, uh, Celtic against Rangers. Uh, Andrew? Um, I can only see one vi- one victor in this game, and that's got to be Celtic. They're so much better than Rangers. They will lift their game as they did against us last week, and it's just a matter of how many goals the fancy scoring. I think uh, it could be another day to d- of despair for the Rangers fans. Four nil Celtic, I fancy. Okay, well I've gone three nil Celtic, Dave. Uh, I'm going to go for 3-0 to Celtic. And staying with you for Hibs against Kilmarnock. That's a three o'clock kickoff. Yeah, well, Hibs should, as we all know, um, have had a, a goal that was disallowed. It should have stood in, in the midweek nil-nil uh, draw away to Hearts. And uh, they have played some very good football this season. Although results, they have not been brilliant for the Highbies of late. Two wins in the last eight games, three defeats and three draws. Kilmarnock, of course, on a high after deservedly beating Rangers. I can see this one being a score draw. I'll go for 1-1. Andrew? I'm going 1-1 as well because Kilmarnock actually have a decent away record and under Steve Clark, they're a side transformed. Yeah, I've gone for 2-1 to Hibs. Uh, Andrew Motherwell against Hamilton. Lanarkshire um, Derby. Dress rehearsal for the cup as well. It is, yes. Um, Hamilton, a wee bit of turmoil there. Uh, Georgia Saras has been shown the door and uh, their good run seems to have hit the buffers a wee bit. Motherwell struggling a little because Louis Moult's not going to be there anymore, but I think they might just have too much for Hamilton. 2-1 to the Steelmen. Okay, Dave. Uh, 1-1. I've gone 1-0 Motherwell. I... Partick Thistle Ross County Dave that's uh, a nervy one if oh, you've seen one six pointer absolutely um, Fur Hill will certainly be no place for the faint hearted both teams um, level on points at the foot of the league with County having the better goal difference I wouldn't expect much if any at all at Silky Socket at this game a tense goalless draw Andrew I think Partick um, having home advantage might 
just shade this one, but as Dave said, their good football will be at a premium. I think a 1-0 victory for Partick. OK, and I've gone 2-1 to Partick Thistle. The final one, uh, Andrew St Johnston against Dundee Tayside Derby. Well, there's nothing to choose between these two sides. I thought Dundee were very poor against Celtic, so Neil McCann will be looking for a reaction to that. Uh, St Johnston drew 1-1 up in Dingwall midweek, and I think it's going to be a similar scoreline tomorrow, 1-1. Dave? Uh, the Saints to edge this one 2-1. One. I've gone 1-1 one, one as well, so that's our predictions. Let's get the Red Army this week uh, predicted by Malcolm Panton. Well, Mal, let's start with Celtic against Rangers. What's the scoreline going to be there? 2-0, 3-0, 3-0, Celtic. I'm glad you said Celtic in there, yes. <laughs> um, Aberdeen against Harps. I think we'll, we'll win tomorrow tight. I'll take a 2-1. 2-1 Aberdeen Hibbs versus Kilmarnock 1-1 mm, Motherwell Hamilton 1-1 one, one. <laughs> is, is a pattern developing here I think there is uh, Partick take on Ross County I can see Partick winning that 1-0 and finally the Tayside Derby St Johnston versus Dundee that's got a 1-1 one, one written all over it isn't it I'll, I'll, um, I'll go for Dundee actually 1-0 Dundee we managed a full Highland League programme last week, uh, Andrew, hopefully the same again this time round. Yeah, well, providing the, the frost doesn't bite too hard and, and cause pitches to be frozen, uh, there's a, a decent-looking card on for tomorrow. Brora Rangers take on Devon Vale. Big game, I think, is Bucky Thistle, the champions against the prospective champions Cove Rangers up at Victoria Park. Clark take on Rothis. Huntley face Forest Mechanics. Wick travel down the coast to Lossiemouth. It's Nairn County against Fermanagh. Martin, Strasbourg, Thistle against Fraserburgh and Turf United against Keith Cove lead the way and will continue to be top of the table despite, in spite, you know it doesn't matter what happens tomorrow they've got a 31 goal goal difference advantage over locals who could catch them in points um, I think it's really a case of fighting for second place in the, the Highland League because Cove are so strong. Down at the bottom of the table, Fort William will obviously be looking for a much better 2018 than they've endured this current year. Uh, 18 games played, 1.99 goals conceded, including a 16 nil. Yeah, not a great record, is it? Uh, the juniors, just a small programme, including a game tonight in the McBookie.com Super League. 8pm kickoff from Entrose Rose Lee against Maud. That one takes place at Lynx Park. We've already had one casualty of the three uh, scheduled games tomorrow. That's a Super League clash between Dufftown and Ellen United. Westburn Park up there in Dufftown is frozen. Again, we're trying to get that Scottish Junior Cup third round clash at Ian Mayer Park. Dice against Irvin Meadow. That goes ahead at one hopefully tomorrow and the one game in the first division east is Buckinghaven Hearts against Sunnybank so have a good new year everybody that's it from Red Friday for 2017 tomorrow of course 3 o'clock kick off Aberdeen against Hearts here at Pataudry Stadium have a good one it's North Sound 1's Red Friday